Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And you are... Our special guests should introduce themselves. Me, Wolf. <laughs> Wolf. I know, it's, it's weird. It's not what we normally do. I'm like, like, oh, wait, I go? All right, hello. <laughs> episode, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Off kinda, to a great yeah, start, everybody. It's like yeah. we're not used to it, but like... Uh, oh, I should have... I should, of course, I forgot to tell you that that's what we were going to oh, do. Good. But yeah, like, um, you know, since you're the half host, you get to have the honor of speaking for half a second in the short and trashy intro and to say, and I'm wolves, you know, or whatever. And I'm honored. Well, <laughs> always says, I'm, honest, I'm honored. Hey, for the hey, half hey a I did it differently this time. I did it differently this time. Okay. And, All right. Yeah. yeah. Granted, granted, you know, there's only so many ways you can say that, right? Um, <laughs> But anyways, guys, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show. Do we have a topic really for tonight? Kind of, because we got a little bit we can talk about. We're gonna we're gonna dwell on a couple of uh, technical things with um, the making of of good marble events, and we're also gonna talk a little bit about marble Fubica's uh, marble circuits that he released, which should be marble circuits. But you know, when you use Google Translate, you know, so it's marble circuits, yeah. and there's a competitor <laughs> named Loose Wheel. So. All that going to come up here. Uh, I got to tell you, um, I, I am viewing commentary for Fubica, so you can go check that out on his channel. Uh, certainly, certainly a big channel, and it is so fun. We just did. I just did one of the races, um, the the real races that was, uh, you know, all the marbles together, and that was just so fun to do. You know, so action packed, so f- quick. You know, everything happened. Kind of a stark comparison to stark, stark contrast to uh, uh, roulette and casino night, which was the the new MSWAL Algodoo League thing I posted. A more chill event, more single marble event. Looked really good. Um, wasn't high action, but um, definitely two like night and day. Not really night and day, but definitely different ways. Um, I end up doing commentary. Different styles I give for those um, the two different types of action levels for events so um but it was really fun it was really fun guys i gotta be honest again if you're gonna do commentary and you want the fun part of commentary you know comment on something fast and just you know let yourself go you know you know say what you see say what you see because whatever you see i mean that's what you that's kind of what commentary is anyway so i mean (laughs) whatever you see is what you say (laughs) yeah i mean yeah you kind of just talk about what happens in front of you and then that's commentary and if you're good at it, well, then people think you're good, and you're a good commentator. Um, but that is all I really have for you guys for the intro. Let's go to Johnny Marble and hear what news he's got for us this week. Hey, everybody. Wolf from the Future here, just kind of interrupting to explain the whole half-host situation. So, basically, we have auditioned both MFA and Wolves for the role of half-host, if you weren't aware. And what we are doing is um, there's going to be a poll down below in the description where you can vote on who you think 
would be the best person for the role. Now, basically, what the half-host is, is they're going to be someone who will join us on odd-numbered episodes when we don't have guests to kind of add more dynamic and some more people to bounce our, our talks off of. And that, that way we have some... And also to uh, have someone to fill in for us on even-numbered episodes when we can't make it. For instance, like when I couldn't make it for the second Malchus episode or when... Brendan was on vacation, and I had to do episode 14 on my own. So, basically, this is going to be a person who will be on the show a lot. So, what you should do is vote on who you think has the most interesting points, who has the best dynamic with us, and ultimately, who you enjoy listening to more. Now, we are going to have our own discussion, like, in the actual staff, like, with who we think would work best, but ultimately, I imagine... We're going to be on a bit of a crossroads in certain areas, and so your opinion will greatly affect our decision in who will become the new half-host. Now, this poll won't be up forever. It'll be up for a week after this episode is uploaded, which will most likely be Sunday, February 9th. So on so on Sunday, February 16th is when the um, at midnight EST is when the voting will end. If it comes out earlier than that, then it'll be a week from that day but at midnight as well. So, you know, in the description, there'll be a poll. Vote there. Let us know what you think. And that's kind of all, really. Um, I guess one thing adds, like, do not judge based off of, um, like, I would definitely go back and re- listen to old ep- the old um, episodes, like, they've guessed it on. So MFA is, like, and Wolves is other audition episodes because it will help you to form a better opinion of who you think should go if you haven't listened to them in a while or if you never listened to them in the first place. This, however, I will say, do not judge based on audio quality, because uh, Wolves, while his audio quality was a bit sporadic between the two episodes, he is saying he will get a better mic if he gets the role. So, do not judge based off of audio quality, but rather on their ability to have a discussion with us on the podcast and be entertaining on the podcast. Alright, now, back to the show, and back to the news. Sports fans, and welcome back to another installment of the MSW News with Johnny Marble. That's me. I'm changing up the intro. Wow. So refreshing. <laughs> Anyways, guys, let's get right into the news. A new highlight reel for Team Galactic has been released in anticipation for Marvel 1, which now has an official air date, and that day is Saturday, February 15th. This series has been a long time coming, so it will be exciting to finally see it air for all of us to watch. In other news, Marble Fubeka has released race number two of the Marble Circuits, the Bahran Grand Prix, and it was leaps and bounds better than the race before it. The issue with Marbles falling off the conveyor belt, as well as the rather excessive amount of replays, have been addressed and fixed, leading to a much smoother and engaging experience. And the most exciting part of it all was the incredibly close finish by Sea Turtles. It was incredibly close, but they managed to slip past Peppers. 
right at the finish to claim victory in their Marbury hands. Finally, event number three of MSWAL titled Casino Night concluded with mixed reception. The event was heavily reliant on luck rather than skill, especially part one, leaving many of the fans unsatisfied with the event in whole. The MSWAL committee has recognized these shortcomings and promises to improve upon them in the future. That being said, the results of the event are Crescent in first, Cyclops in second, and Firestar takes third. While it may not have been as exciting as other events, luck is still part of any competition. So congrats to them for having the best luck of all. But hey, that's the end of the news. I've been Johnny Marble. You guys have been great. Let's take it back to Brendan to continue the podcast. All right, guys, welcome back from the news. I certainly got to create a more creative uh, re-intro than just all right, guys, because that's what I've been doing. <laughs> um, it's all relative. Everything works. <laughs> it's yep. it's kind of tradition at this point. Yeah, it is. It is kind of tradition, but tradition is meant it, to be broken. And if anyone is meant to break, uh, is uh, likes to, to break tradition, it is me. I am that guy, and it often bothers people, but it works out for the better. Um, breaking Model tradition, you, you make progress. You make more progress. <laughs> All right. Well, I want I, I want to introduce our first topic today. So, this is crazy because uh, we haven't talked about this channel. I think since episode eight. Like it's been a while. Marbu Fubeka has returned, and we have more variety to talk about. Dun, dun, and it do. feels so good. Ah. <laughs> So yeah, he has released his Marble Circuit videos. I think it's called the Amazon, the no, sorry, the Australia Grand Prix. I'm not sure why specifically it's called that, but you know, whatever. I That's can how speak it to is. Because <laughs> uh, 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 he kind of yeah. what he does is um, because he has two channels, right? Um, he actually, right. if you take his Fubeca Maniacos, which is in Portuguese channel, and you combine it with his channel. That is called what is that called? It's called uh, Marble Fubeca. Yeah, Fubeca's Marble or whatever. If you take them and put them together, he has more subs than JMR. Technically, he's JMR is certainly more popular though because he um, Fubeca has made fatal marble sports mistakes in previous years that um, I am now helping him with. But um, you know, like you know, people kind of don't like the country's thing. Uh, he kind of just takes all the Portuguese stuff and just puts it through Google Translate to make it English, okay? <laughs> and listen, it, it it actually it has an element of humor of it because like you'll see the titles and it'll just be like this backward sentence of like Marble Fubica Australia Pre Grand Marble Sport. You know? Oh, I I didn't think about that. And, and, and the name of the Grand Prix is probably just a mistranslation. Yeah, the language it, barrier is Translate. significant. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm glad and, and yeah, Marble it actually guys is like a huge, um, a huge thing. Um, I one of the things I've been doing uh, is as I'm setting up the Fubeka Discord, helping him with that, is finding someone who is uh, fluent in both languages because that's going to help with the cross barrier uh, uh, situation a lot. The language barrier, yeah. The language barrier. Language barrier is like a giant wall of pillows where it's easy to break through, but it's still annoying to deal with. Yes, walls of pillows are annoying, Brendan. <laughs> All right, well, let, let's get on to the topic. So, Fubeka uh, is a marble circuits. For those of you, like, if you couldn't tell from the name, it's uh, very similar to. Uh, it's a. It's heavily influenced by. Uh, as far as we can tell, like uh, it's influenced by the M1 concept. But 
I think it's uh, more uh, uh, reminiscent of NASCAR racing. Like specifically, like if you notice at the ending, like on the podium, they all had these like little bottles that were colored white. I'm pretty sure those must be like milk bottles, and like it's a tradition at least in NASCAR for the winners to drink milk. So I think that might be like an indication that this is based off NASCAR stuff. Mm. I don't know if F1 does that. No, no, but like that's a th- that's a thing. He said, he said to me um, that he wanted to kind of take after nascar because he knows we knows jmr is doing it after um marbula one so i mean he wants to do it after nascar and nascar is pretty much marbula oh, one but in a different um, i mean formula one but in a different place so you know it's kind of like you know, right. yeah, varying styles so i was right about the milk bottle thing okay that's yeah. that was a nice little detail there i gotta say like that was like, that was actually a great detail to kind of tip off to that yeah that's, that's something you should pay attention to that was very important good catch yes but uh so it's uh similar in concept that like there's a it's a it's a lap based uh marble race and I gotta say it is definitely like the first uh race like was easily my favorite video that Foodbag has ever released like it was so much more entertaining like to see that there were some issues that I will say like um okay so my two biggest issues was one the conveyor belt what well, like um. Should I, should I continue with my complaints, or should I let everybody say some positive stuff first? Um, well, if the I first complaint is the conveyor belt, let, like, four marbles fall off of it. He actually did fix that in the next one. All he right, did cool. do that. I didn't see that. Like, like, but I guess, like, so my complaint about it for that first event was, like, uh, it, like while it did kind of emulate how, like, especially in NASCAR, where there were stricter plates, like, like there's a lot, of, there are big crashes. It doesn't feel like, like, it's hard to get, like, it, it doesn't feel right for them to fall off of the conveyor belt that way. Like it didn't feel like it was their fault. It felt like a uh, uh, track failure. And then my other complaint was there were a lot of camera cutaways throughout that whole video. It was so hard to keep up with what was going on. Yeah, there were so many like, uh, slow motion replays that too. There were um, a bunch of times where it would cut to a replay at a weird time. And like I know it's like there's. I know probably it was like okay, like. Um, there's not much going on in the course at this particular lap, so let's cut to a replay, see what's going on there. Or I think he would just kind of insert it between, so you could kind of like have a moment to to relook at stuff. My problem with the replay, I did not have a problem with the replays themselves. I had a problem with the odd placements of the replays. So like at yes. about lap five, um, he he jumped back to a replay of the starting gate, and that confused me because I was like. And I was like doing commentary for it at that point, and I was like, "What? What am I? What's going on right now?" Because um, I'm like all the way back at the start, and I was like, "Oh, a replay back at the start, guys. Let's take a look at that." Um, and it was it was odd, and it, and like I get replays, and some of the replays were well done, like like sometimes right off the back of what I was commentating on, like, "Oh, Mamonas just had gone in front of Black Pirate, or just to name random marbles," and then it would cut to a replay of that particular point that just happened. Um, that was helpful. But like, yeah, when you like when you're on lap six, and then all of a sudden you replay back to the starting gate, it's kind of confusing, right? <laughs> yeah, I think he was trying to keep viewership because, like, yeah, like you said, if there's like something that's not important or something that's just like boring that's going on, he'll cut to a replace to keep people inner, like, focused on it. Because if it's just like same old thing, he wants to focus on different points, so it's like, oh, this is happening. Oh, look at what just happened. Kind of like, um what real sports would do but when he does that in just random orders it's kind of disorderly and it can get annoying 
Whoa, whoa. Okay, I gotta, I, I gotta explain to our listeners because it's not gonna ca- happen for you. This is only a Discord internet connection thing. But like, slowly, Wolves just got more and more robotic. And yeah. then literally that last line, he instantaneously got like pitch clear audio. It was so <laughs> funny. That was weird. Dude. Oh my god. Oh my god. But like, let's talk about his point though. Like, I mean, I'm trying to remember his point. Like, wait, can you make the point again? I'm sorry. So, like you were saying with random replays everywhere, like, if something's boring going on or it's just the same old thing, like, marbles keep going around the track, he'll try to cut to, oh, a replay of this, a replay of that, to keep people engaged in what are the focused points of that race that make it important. So, but when he does that, it can make it disorderly because there's just replays everywhere and it can not make sense to some viewers, which can be annoying. Right, I see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I hope I sound human yeah, there. You have to choose your re- replays wisely. Like when you do replays, you got to be like, okay, if I'm gonna, if I'm in lap six, I got to do a replay if I'm like lap five or six, or I don't do a replay at all because then it's like odd. And like I totally agree with that. So like if you want to do a replay of the starting gate, well then have the Marvel start and then do the replay right after it for if if, if that's what you want to do. Um, though. Yeah. I, um, yeah. yeah, that's another I, thing. It, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, you can talk. It's fine. You can go. You're a guest. You're, you're, you're trying out, so you should get every opportunity to speak. Oh, all right. Thank you. <laughs> I guess that's what it means. <laughs> um, like you were saying, yeah, if it's everywhere, it's a it's good to use them at the right time, especially how Brendan said, if there's going to be a starting gate, replay it right after, because there are some times where you can do a replay and then miss an important chunk of the marble race, and that might not be the best thing to do. So you should always right. put it in places where it's definitely being boring because imagine putting a replay in and then missing like a marble going off the track yeah but i don't that might even happen i can't i don't remember seeing all four of the marbles go off the track in the in the first um in the first race yeah i couldn't i i just rewatched it like i couldn't like actually see like i didn't see like he actually highlighted the part where like like the two marbles like dnf at the same time i couldn't find i didn't really see where that happened at so like it was hard to see. Like, so not only were there maybe excessive amounts of cut cutaways and replays, but they're also like it was like I'm um, not necessarily always highlighting things that were probably interesting enough to watch. Yeah, yeah and like yeah, I guess like um, and I think probably maybe the, a good way to do the cutaways thing is um, either like only do it for like really big stuff because like I get it's kind of like how NASCAR does cutaways, but the thing is like they only do that for when like something big happens, like a big crash, and that's because well. That for the most part, like there's constantly just going around in that. At least for I can't remember the the specific type of NASCAR racing this is, but it's, it's just like the 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 standard um oval tracks, and like so those when, when those those are so long and huge, it takes them quite a bit of time to go around it. So when a wreck happens, they can afford to do a cutaway because like there's not really much happening happening there. You're just but, turning uh, left a bunch of times. I mean, exactly. There's only but, so uh, many but, things yeah. you can yeah. do. <laughs> but here, but here, there is a shorter track. It happens a lot faster, and it's it's much more twisty and turning. And so to cut away so often from like the leader and like the head of the and like all the action to see something that happened off to the side, it's really hard to to keep up and like um to get really. I think the worst part is like it hurts like like to trying into the role play. Like I feel like I haven't actually. Like, made as much of a conscious effort to get into the role play recently. I've been more like analyzing all uh, Marvel <laughs> sports <laughs> for more title play, and I kind of like it. Kind of, I think that just came with becoming a podcast host. I, I, but like, it was harder to even try to do it because it was because again, like the constant cutaways. It's hard for me to be like, 
oh wait to get into the moment like okay i'm seeing like sea turtle going but wait where did where did sea turtle go i'm watching okay now i'm watching this like okay now we're back to the race again like oh wait now now we're gone again it's like <laughs> you can't really get into it if you can't like have enough time to just sit and process what's happening on screen yeah yeah i i agree with that and um i don't know something you had said before talking about um making a connection with the kind of connecting with the lore and stuff i thought what you, when you were, when you were going to say that i thought you were going to go the route like oh i haven't been making as much of a connection with the lore of fubica as i had with jmr oh no 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 i was like um i was, no, no, I was just like, saying like like yeah if you had said that that would have been such an amazing point because that's like one of the things i'm trying to do when i'm helping the channel um, it's a misconception that I'm doing that to, to somehow rival JMR and their, and their amazing quality stuff. I, I think a couple people believe that, uh, um, because it's, I don't know, people like drama. So the more dramatic it seems, the better it is. But like the reason I'm doing it is because he, this guy, dude, he has like hundreds of thousands of subscribers, hundreds of thousands of potential fans. And it, it's like a lost potential. It's a lost potential because you, he has like all of this equipment, this, like he has all the tools, all the tools for like a, a perfect marble sports competition, but it's just not executed correctly. Like, and like the reason that most viewers like kind of they think about Fubica and they don't really relate to it, but they think about JMR, they're like, Oh, Oh, Rangers, Oh, Limers, Oh, Pinkies. I can't believe you say them, but you know, I mean like <laughs> those team Momo even, I mean, that's because it's because they, they have that kind of, um, personal the history yeah the history and the personal feeling part and that's what I'm trying to inject into Fubica here as I work with him we're trying to make a tournament where we actually have teams that have the unique names and the unique logos and, and that aspect of it because that's the aspect that um, brings um, the connection with Marvel Sports as opposed to just kind of how the videos used to be in the old times just watching Marvel's role and um, you know because people for some reason love to watch things roll like that you know it's not it's more than that now it's like we have a t we're following a mm -hmm. team we're a fan of a team we wear clothes that say well the only one i have right now is mellow yellow i was gonna get the limers one but i never did but you know we have clothes that say the names of these teams on them like that's it like imagine imagine the chaos would that would ensue if jmr um brought in 20 and brought in 16 completely new teams this year it would be an outrage and people would they, they stop watching and because they'd be like i don't know any of these teams where's savage speeders where's o-rangers where's um limers where's mellow yellow you know like where's all them and because i know them and i like them and i want to see them win that's the thing with fubica that has been holding him back because he, he would kind of do different countries every time and we kind of use different colored marbles for each of the different countries each time and so it would kind of be like people would be like okay, yeah, like, this is different now. I don't even know these teams. It doesn't even relate to the last competition. Who the heck are these guys? Um, I'm, not, I'm not from uh, Venezuela, whatever, you know, or uh, Luxembourg. Brazil. Or Australia. I mean, like, you know, like I don't know those countries, and they're different, and it doesn't mean anything to me. That's the difference. And there are a few people who enjoy those types of races, but it's just... It, to make that personal connection. That's what JMR has done that has turned Marvel Sports from just watching things roll to enjoying a sport. That's what makes sports sports. It, it honestly is. Like, think about think about regular sports. In all honesty, like, all those regular sports started as some people just 
going out in the field and like wanting to do something a little bit more complex than just throw a ball back and forth. They wanted to add points to it. They wanted to score it. They wanted it to be hard to throw the ball back and forth. That's how sports emerge. But what made sports like a, a thing where millions and billions of fans get behind it every year? It's it's the teams. It's making teams that people can get behind. Imagine if New York just, you know, released I mean New York is a big city in America if you're foreign. Um New York's just released like all new teams next year, they they got rid of all their old teams with all the legacies and history of them, and just really it would be it would be unbelievable chaos, because like people then just lose the the connection, and just yeah. um that to me is the is the is the difference between JMR and all of the Marvel sports. It's not that they're the only one with their type of camera quality or they're the only one who has the certain type of marble track. You can go buy all the stuff they use. There's literally, it's so easy. They're, the websites are online. If you want something that JMR uses, you can go buy it. I'm not saying go copy them because that's dumb. Because, I mean, if you're going to copy somebody else, you're not even going Why do that? Just make up your own thing. But, like, you literally could go buy every single marble they use every single block they use because it's just online in a store a couple of things they build from scratch like the rafts which were cool but like you get the idea it's about the fact that they made that personal aspect to it you know and and um to me that's why when we had the previous episode we talked about copies and things like that copies come when you copy the personal part of it not the structural part I mean, you can you can copy the style the the style block for block, and then it's a little bit overkill. But like you know, if you're both doing a marble circuit, that's different from like Fubica naming all his teams O Rangers and Savage Peters. That's different. That's how I see it, anyway. Yeah, um, and uh, I gotta say, like after seeing the uh, the seating for the second uh, race, like that track. Oh, I'm really, I'm like it. Like, if like the like, I didn't really expect such a drastic change, but like, so I'm really excited now for M1 more than I've ever been, because like this is like a proof of concept for me in my, my mind. And as a patron, I've seen a prototype of what I think the first track's gonna look like. So I've already seen the, like that thing like that it's gonna be interesting. Uh, and now that I know how it can be done, I can, like, and now that Fubeka is, like, the first one to do it, they actually have someone who they can look at and see, okay, this is what worked, this is what didn't, let's take what, what did work there and apply it to ours, and then see what they did wrong and make sure we don't do it, or if we are currently doing it, to improve and do, so- and fix it. And I, I think that's gonna make, it's gonna make M1 all the better for it. And, and like yeah and I think that's I think that's how it should be looked at too like it needs to be looked at like like hey like let me if this other channel is doing a similar thing let's look at it as an opportunity for both of our channels to use the competition to get better like because you know without the competition you stagnate you stagnate because you don't you don't get any ideas because you don't see other people failing or succeeding and I, like I, I just see that as like you know as Fubica does his thing JMR can be like okay those things seem good. Those things did not. Let's see. Let's change our thing. And if you can be like, oh, JMR did that, didn't do that. 
let me change my thing. And then both people are just getting better and better and better. And then for vi- fans and viewers, and I'm like, the, I, I like to speak from the viewer's perspective because like that's, that's down where I'm at. For them, it's so much better experience because then there's two channels. There's more than just one channel that is releasing exciting content. It doesn't make any channel less good or less bad. It does not. Uh-huh. It does not do that. It makes more excitement for the viewer. And that's like what, what's all about. That's what, that's how you take something mar- like Marvel Sports and turn it from a YouTube series into like a real thing you get more and more content to, to almost like you can't even keep up with all the marble sports content you got to choose specific ones that's like i'm talking about and like so when you know when when people talk about oh you can't do anything in marble sports so you copy jmr and like no it's because like how like it, it wouldn't make sense for there to only be one channel you know there'll only be one person doing it because then it's just you know it's just it, it doesn't grow right. exactly because if yeah, back to, like, if it was just one viewer, it'd be a lot harder to build and have that channel grow if they're having to experience all new ideas by themselves. What's healthy about having MSPN, um, Marvel nice. Fubeca, and JMR, and all other Marvel sports is that they're able to learn from each other's ideas and ways of thinking when using different kinds of Marvel sports, is that if there was just one it'd be extremely hard for it to grow. But now that there's so much more, they're able to look at each other and take more notes and progress in new ideas, which it's not for competition of who is the most viewership or who is the most subscribers. All the content that they make is for the viewer. It's for you. Because if there was only one, another thing is viewership. They rely on each other to keep posting because they keep you interested in the whole idea of having Marvel Sports. If it was just Marvel Fubeca, I see that they they still crank out a lot of videos, but for JMR, they're not able to make it as much as other Marvel Sports, so it would be a lot harder for people to stay focused on that specific channel. Right, yeah, because, like, they... There's gaps. Like we we know what gaps are like. We've we're, we've been in a gap for the last like three months where JMR has released content, yeah. and there's and then there's been nothing for three months. And except for of course the um, the once a week Marbula One poster thingy, which was like a big delay, and then the highlight reels, which are you know I mean like the, you know the filler stuff. But like there's been gaps, and like that's what I'm saying. Like this is how. And like it's bad. It it almost is it like Wolf said beneficial when there's competition because then, because if there's like big gap every time there's a big gap for JMR, they lose viewers. They do because they don't get the same amount of viewers as subscribers that they have. They don't. Okay, and they and they they won't. By the way, um, in Marble One, they just won't. Okay, because because it you know people kind of forget. Okay, it's kind of like when you have a you have a favorite channel, but the channel just stops posting for three months. You know, life you still have to do your own life stuff. You still have to move on and do whatever it is you do in life, and so you kind of forget about that channel. And um and and you know, I mean, it's not that you lost interest. It's that the channel is nothing's there in that genre. But like you know, if there's another channel posting in in your off season, that channel has their on season, then you're like, okay. I'm still engaged in this topic. So I feel like I'm not like I'm like there is no downtime for this, so I'm more into it. And that that's absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And that's why like when like how my mission as a whole is to try to make Marble Sports bigger in general, not just make JMR bigger, but make Marble Sports bigger. Make it bigger so that viewers are year-round interested and have something to watch. Something good to watch. Okay? Good. Something exciting to watch. Something new. 
and and something that will keep their interest. Um, not just you know making one channel who takes up about a third of the year the, the biggest thing when they're on, but then it's just dead when they're off, right? Because then it's just boring. I mean, imagine these three months when there's nothing going on, and the, even though the channel's so great, if they're so great but there's no content for three months, then it's like. Oh, it's like, oh, man, like, wh where, when is it coming? And so it's all about just, you know, um, like trying to make it so that the viewer has a better experience in the topic. Because this is like a topic, like not just a, a one channel thing. So I don't know. That's how I see it. That's how I see it, I guess. Um, I don't know what you guys think about that. Yeah, and like um, there's one, I guess, one last thing. It's kind of like a, a more broad explanation. I think of what I said, maybe said earlier, but... um competition in anything breeds creativity and growth if you were the only one doing something you aren't pressured to become better because absolutely you're the only one providing this service or this product so there it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter if you make, to make it better because every it's the only that exists and everybody will have to suck it up and just deal with it because it's all they can all get but when you have competition especially good competition that forces you to really Look at your what your product or your service, in this case the entertainment of the Marvels of Marvel of Marvel of well anything Marvel One San Marble Rally and uh Marble League and like say how can we make this better how can we make this more entertaining how can we make our viewers feel more engaged if there weren't people like Fubeka who are on who are starting to challenge them then they would eventually start to stagnate and so. I think, like, I am glad, like, not just for, like, ha filling in those gaps of time with more content to watch, but also, like, that because of these other channels, all of them, not just, not just JMR, but even Fubeka, and hopefully any future um, channels that come out will start to all influence one another and make every single one of them better than they were before. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. I'm all, I'm all yeah. about that. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say the Marvel sports community, just like uh, Walt said, breeds creativity because now that there's more competition in Marvel sports, um, years ago, I only saw JMR. I, a lot of other Marvel sports that I saw was like al Leagues, and those were all kind of generic, didn't have a lot of character to them. Just like... <laughs> al Leagues. A lot of... Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of al Leagues who's like, pick your favorite Marvel, red, blue, violet, and... Those were interesting. Oh I can't. I mean, like I watch those every week. Where it's like pick. It's pick all we had. One of the color of one of like. It was so flavorless. Solid colors, and let me throw. Let me take fifty spheres and just throw them down like a generic track. <laughs> I don't know why people enjoy that so much. I it's really all don't. that we had. It's all that we had, Brendan. Marvel sports wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, like a hundred years well, ago, people we, thought this was the life. Like that's what they thought. That was the future for them. But now it's yeah. like way better if, than if before. You, this, they didn't know what they could have had. Community, the best you're gonna get is uh, is a bunch of spheres just being thrown down a track. You're not gonna get real. <laughs> I saw an Algadu <laughs> League once that tried to do squares. <laughs> Wait, seriously? They nope, try to do squares. Not, we don't, that's not. It was hilarious, but it was more like yeah, a slant that track. Never be... So it kept rolling. But yeah, that was, but back to like the JMR community and rolling, other Marvel Sports not. community, it keeps um, every single channel that does Marvel Sports on their feet. So it's constantly making them like, what can we do better? Uh, what do other channels doing? How are they improving? What can we do to um, replicate those kind of things? They're never copies of each other. They're just variations that um, help other channels grow. That's my opinion on the matter, at least. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I I hundred percent agree with that. I I wish. I mean, remember though. Remember, we're we're just at the beginning. Still, we are at the beginning of a of something. This is whatever this something is. Whether it uh, peter, whether it's reached its peak and it's going to peter out in the next five years, or it's just going to keep on growing. Which my opinion is, there are b- millions of people there who would love nothing more than to watch something roll. So I think it's just going to keep growing. Um, I don't know why people love that so much, but they do. So I think that this niche thingy will th- keep growing, Marble Sports, because it's like. I don't know, something about just bringing that competition into it. But it's not going to grow if there is no competition. Absolutely. I mean, if we've said that a million times at this point, but it's just, think about it. Like, it's just, no, there's no motivation to be better if you don't have to be. Like, that's just the way business works, you know? Like, if some, if you if you run a business and you made a product, and your product is great, and it's doing great, and you're making money, and nobody else is doing anything similar, so you just pulling in your money and you're chilling and it's great well then you have no reason to do anything more than you're doing why why would you ever do anything more it's just more work but if somebody else starts making the same stuff or they're making it and they have this new idea with it then you're like oh my god here he comes now i gotta actually do something even beyond and that's why um that's how something goes from a one-off youtube series to something big where there's you know you advance to god knows where it would go like, you know, because other people start challenging the ideas, trying out new things, um, that's where it comes from. And I, I don't know. I'm just so excited to see what um, uh, my our, our, I could say, MSW's partnership with Fubica could accomplish. Not in, in lieu of, of, oh, let's rival JMR because um, whatever. We no, because we want to make the whole community bigger. Because imagine if... You had two channels that do Marvel Sports. Now you have you have doubled the um, every viewer's watch ability for Marvel Sports. Doubling every viewer's watch ability of Marvel Sports means you double the amount of interest. Okay, it's just common maths, and so that's like that's gr- that's great, and it will only work out great for both channels in the end because it's such a small new community right now that there you need just just everybody just. You need everybody working to try to build the most interest. So, I mean, who knows where it's going to go, guys? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Just, I don't know. But um, certainly, certainly it's going to go somewhere. <laughs> it will go somewhere. Just oh, a man. quick question for y'all. Do you think – so let's just say both channels. Let's just I say y'all. Y'all? <laughs> nice. You said y'all. That's funny. Let's say um, we have two Marble Sports channels. That are, they're both pretty new. Um, but like, let's say they're the very first Marvel Sports channel. Do you think if they both focused on total competition with each other or total collaboration with each other, do you think they would grow faster or slower depending on which one they focus on? What's more important in growing, having a channel grow, collaboration or <sighs> very competition? Very good question. That's a tough one to say, because like, if all the competition collaborated, then it's it's just like they're all one team and they're not actually comp- they're not competing against each other, and so they lose that uh that driving force. Whereas if they're complete if they're completely competing with another, they still have that driving force to improve. But then if it's only competition, then it becomes obsessive and like they're not and they stop doing their own unique thing. Yeah, I feel like channels and, that hmm, care more about fun. competition crank out a lot of videos like every single week or every single day but they have less quality to it i value quality over quantity any day same 
Oh, yeah, that's why JMR is still the best channel. I mean, they may not post every day, but they certainly have the quality. You can't deny mm-hmm. that. And that's, like, that's the thing. Like, I, it, the balance is hard because on the one end, you could be like, okay, I'm only going to think about quality. Every single video is going to be picked apart for the littlest audio miscue, the littlest um, editing misdirection, you know, that, that, that might bother one in a trillion viewers right and and it, if you pick it apart too much then you just never get a video out and you just when you do it might be a great video but then someone's like okay great now let's see another one in a week and then you're like a week it's gonna take me another year and then you know like then all of a sudden people are like no nah, well this video is one video was great but you know i'm not waiting a year i mean like oh, that's too long and so it's the balance you need to find and so um, competition, when when your view of competition, when a YouTuber's view of competition is, hey, just post as many videos as you can. One of them's got to stick. Like the uh, the channel, um, uh, what's the one channel? World's Greatest Marble Runs. I think he has like 1K subs. I, I talk, I've talked to the guy a little bit. He might be help. He might be collaborating with me at something in the future. He, um, and by the way, he's really good at building shit. Um, but. His his kind of mo, if you kind of take a look at what his channel and his Instagram and how he does things, is okay. Let's try to take advantage of all the fads. Let's try to post as many videos as possible because we want to just you know we maybe that one video will stick, and if that one video is stick, maybe the other ones will stick. And he he has the he's failing. He's not failing, but he's not doing as good as he could um, because he is just posting a bunch of mediocre videos and then so people people may enjoy a few of the times watching he kind of just does like sends marbles down things no like teams or anything you know people like i like to watch things roll a little bit but you know what yeah kind of gets repetitive after a while not not that interesting after a while and like and so it doesn't work out for him but then on the other hand you only post one video a year also you see why that fails too so it's it's like you got to find that medium where you're like you work, you work, you take a season, kind of like JMR is pretty close to the balance. You take that season to work hard on a series, build up your little teams and everything, and then you have the videos come out regularly so that you don't, you, you, you give the fans what you at least promise them. Like, like with, you know, Marbula One, once a week up- upload, well, let's make sure it's a once a week upload. But, you know, at least, but like, you know, spend that off season working on it. And that balance is key. And then between channels, um, certainly, um, competition is good and as long as the channels can stay mature about it and don't get just start getting angry at each other and then become channels those annoying freaking youtube channels that spend half their videos complaining about another channel and what they think is wrong about that channel that's retarded and no one cares um they just want to see what uh they want to see they want to see the the videos of marbles rolling or whatever it is you post about they don't care what you think about the other channel if they did care they would ask you and if they asked you well then you could talk to them about that separately i hate channels that do that it's a waste of time and nobody likes it um i don't know if that i don't know if you guys agree with me on that but just uh, like like if you're gonna do if you're gonna compete with another channel do it maturely exactly yes uh Hopefully that answered your question, Willis, because uh, I think we need to get moving on. Uh, but so, so to transition, let's move on to the trivia segment. <laughs> trivia segment, random music time. It's hard to get a beat going. <laughs> that was <laughs> <done>. <laughs> trivia. Trivia. 
fucking in it. <laughs> We're just done. Okay. okay. The trivia segment. That was great, guys. I think that is Broadway worthy right there. I had an idea for like the Pink Panther kind of theme going. Through. Maybe you knew that for the outro. Like, here's the trivia. The trivia segment. This doesn't work as well. Why are people still listening to this? I don't <laughs> it has to be different every that. time. <laughs> It is. Uh, I, I, there's no way I can remember what I did last time, so I think we're in the clear for that. Yeah. Um, wow. Yes. We're good. Anyway. All right. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll start off the trivia segment, and um, this is important because uh, this is the very first trivia question, as far as I'm aware, that actually is about Marble Fubica. So, Ooh. Oh, wow. Big, big, big Fubica, bro. <laughs> yes. All right. So. In the race, there was a moment where, uh, in, sorry, in the Marble Circuit race one for the Australian Grand Prix, <laughs> that's, that's so funny to me, uh, there was a moment yeah. where two marbles DNF'd at the same time. Who were those two marbles? Ooh. I should know, right? I'm the commentator guy, right? Um, I, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, have I mentioned that enough, this. by the way? Um, let me think. I know it wasn't Arrow Frog, because Arrow Frog was single and out by himself the first time. Um, I th- Unless I'm wrong. It was not. Oh, it was one of the weird ones. It was not Pink Pearl, of course. I'm forgetting a lot of the fast, names right now. <laughs> fast. It might have been Fast Coupins, which I don't know what that means. It was, but I it, feel like it was Fast Coupin and, and somebody else. That's half my. I, I would go with Fast Coupins and um, Big Dogs. <sighs> By the way, I love how it's Big Dogs, not Big Dog, but Big Dog. Just like sea, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just no, like it's sea turtles. It's sea, it's not sea turtle. It's sea turtles, plural. And like Night Rivers, <laughs> like Night, Night Rivers was supposed to be a team Night name, but rivers. It's, it's trans- I'll say, why is it right. Rivers? Because it was it was a team name. It was to be it was a team. It was going to be a t- whole team at one point before it got it got transformed into. Hey, we'll a see. I don't know if that's going to be nah. a team in the in the Marble Cup though. We'll consider Maybe. it. Night Rivers is not bad. Um, oh, by the way, one of the oh we'll, we'll get to that after because I'm going to talk yes. about naming teams um at the end here. But uh, uh there's a whole thing with that. So let's just continue. All right. the so right. Brennan said um B- Big Dog and Coupins and what did you say? I'll what say um Arrow Frog and Big Dogs. All right, the answer is fast coupons and gold piston. Oh, Ooh. almost! I knew it was fast coupons because he got he was like down quick, but uh, I forgot about gold piston. I was so He's surprised at the start when he went all anything. the way from front to back just like that. That was a total upset. Yeah, did you hear oh. me? Did, wait, did you hear my commentary then when I was like, "Oh my god, it goes out by the way, all over the place." So, um, I'm not sure if this will help. I don't know if this will help us to figure out Coupin's name, but the original name for that mar- specific marble design was, I think, Mocha Madness. It was supposed to be based off of coffee. Like, uh, no, like Coupin is like termite or something. Like fast termite. <laughs> a termite is supposed to be. It went, okay, it went from a yeah, coffee to a termite. <laughs> okay. I don't. I would have loved actually... Mocha Madness, but now I'm. But now one just... of my favorite marbles is a termite. <laughs> It's kind of like how um, it's kind of like how Johnny Marble will say like things like "alagadu," like pronounce it so incorrectly in the news, but be so confident about it and so blatant about it that it's funny. It's kind of the same thing. How like Fubica blatantly just has the marbles named Big Dogs with his S and Night Rivers as there's more than one rivers. You know, gotta throw those plurals everywhere. It, It actually is hilarious. Obviously, in the Marble Cup, we will try to you know be more like. English skilled, but well, I mean that's that's I guess that's why I'm there for that. Somebody's gonna like see that and be <laughs> I, like, I, I wait a so second, funny. where'd the S go? 
and like type it in the comments like excuse oh, no. me did you just remove an s excuse me <laughs> i don't know somebody's gonna yeah, that's, it makes somebody's more sense that. with the s dude right, so, dude i wonder if like anybody I, anybody else like actually like like laughs about that like that's like funny man that's funny to me so much all right yeah. so who's got a trivia question oh oh yeah me i'll do mine uh, i'll do s man's because i never have my own all right so what is team galactic's best final placement and in what year that's a good question i'm gonna go can five you, can you repeat the place... question because my dog's my dog What's, is distracting what me. is your wolves is distracting you sorry that was so that was so stupid all right <laughs> what is team galactic's best final placement and in what year i'm gonna say four in 2018 I'm going to say five in 2018. Uh, I'm going to say... They never did top four, I don't think. I think, I, think I'm say, five or six. I think I'm going to say five in 2018 as well. For 18? All right. Well, let's see. It might have been 2017. Let's see. Fifth in 2017. Oh, that was Ooh. so close. I was bouncing between those two. I knew, it was, I knew they you never got top four. One. See, this is where my, this is where my, weird, um, this is my weird marble kind of soreness comes in. I know they didn't get top four. I know that they're a middle-of-the-pack team. I know that they never got, like, bottom three. So I know we're probably looking at top six or top five. I already had narrowed it down to those two just by arbitrarily pretending like I knew what I'm talking about. Good stuff. Um, Wolves, do you have so, a question? Well, I'm sorry. What was the answer? Uh, my dog has been distracting me. I'm sorry. Tell him he that, comes in. Um, you guys talk about marble tell, sports again? Tell him, big dogs, big dogs, go away. <laughs> call him big dogs now go away I actually big dog do i'm gonna walk around like, like a pug calling things plural no friend <laughs> <laughs> what'd you guys do it was 2017 oh. but what what was the place uh i think fifth, oh, fifth. yeah fifth off oh, okay so i got right right number but wrong year i got both wrong <laughs> which there both happen to be numbers uh i do have a trivia question though okay yeah i mean like fourth was close though yeah all right oh yeah yeah go ahead with yours um, what are the two Hazers competitors for the M1 poster? Like, what were the two names that they posted? Ooh. Ah. Ooh. I'm going to go Hazy and Smoggy. Sure. I, I got no better guess. <laughs> it's like I don't remember their names. Oh. Oh, that's okay. I'll forgive you. <laughs> what was right. then? So, Marble Guy's guess is Smoggy and Hazy, and Lost Guess is... So is mine. It is smoggy and not. Hazy. It is not smoggy and hazy. It is hazy and smoggy. <laughs> nah, I, you guys got that. Nah, no, <laughs> okay. I just rearranged the <laughs> I was, words. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, "Excuse me, that's literally the same thing." <laughs> you know why that is? Because the peop the JMR people couldn't remember the other two names either. That's why. Um, yeah, they they that, that, that was a bad it. joke, Brendan. <laughs> ah, it's too easy for y'all. They probably didn't. Um, no, that oh, yeah. was the only two names I could remember. That was a good question. <laughs> and I um, couldn't remember a single one. Well, you tried. So, all right. There we go, Loth. <laughs> Anyways, they, we, have okay, to, then, we yeah. have to spam music in the mic like, to get out do of the, the pink pan? I don't know. Do, do the Pink Panther thing? Whatever makes you happy, Trivia segment. This could be so out of. It's gonna be so out of sync on the audio, by the way. Like, cause we're in sync here a little bit here in the in the oh, Discord right, chat. It's gonna be slightly yeah. off. Weird. Oh my god. It, that weird. makes it better. That makes it better, Brendan. Just makes. It Wait, why is it gonna be slightly <laughs> off? I that. I realize that. Well, because like, like the uh, 
everything there's, delayed, de- there's, like, there's internet delay here yeah. but like and you're recording there won't be any uh, internet delay. Right. so yeah but well, anyways let's move on to the next t- topic so all right it's somewhat related to um what happened with uh MSWAL's event to part one i can't <laughs> believe i even have to say that but like uh it was roulette and uh as many people here know, um, after it happened, I went into the voice chat and oh, I had some words. Me apart, I, I've never seen him so angry. It, I guess it wasn't just, anger; it was more just like um, disbelief. I po- I popped Hold off. I wasn't I wasn't angry. I just it was kind of like because apparently the battle ring was really a good event. It um, was. It was so and, good. And wow. Okay. Wow, you were very um very into that. Right I feel there. bad because I um, swim practice. But yeah, during apparently that. that was. I want you to watch it. Though it's good to swim. Dude, I used to swim though. I actually used to swim, and I remember like swimming and being like, you know what? This water's so freaking cold. Like, why am I keep doing this? <laughs> I go to swim practice and, and it's literally swim. steaming. Like steam comes out of the Dude, pool. Where do you go? <laughs> that's weird though, because I remember like one time I was doing a meet. Sorry, we're getting off topic, Mister Waff. I know that you don't like that, but that's fine. So I was do- I was on a meet one time. Um, like a couple of years ago or three years ago, probably like more than a couple. Mm. And like the water was warm in this particular pool for some reason, it was like warmer than normal. And I was, at first I was like, Oh my God, this is so good. Cause I, uh, I like, don't know, I like, like, Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is great. I love the warm water. And like, and then, but like when I actually did the racing, I was so bad. I was like so bad that day compared to like other days, because I think it was just when the water's warm, you like, the don't water. go as fast for some reason. Uh, yeah, and it's like I think it's because your body's less like stimulated. I don't know. Well, I I don't know. Maybe that's just like a thing. I that could be a reasonable hypothesis, but I feel like if the water's warmer, your your muscles are warmer, so you're able to flex them a lot easier, go faster. I don't know. I don't know science, but whatever. <laughs> I ain't giving science. No, nah, I don't know, but that's why they make the Olympic pools so cold because like it makes them go faster. So, there's some science behind. Yeah, it. Yeah, we can look it up. Um, anyways, back to marbles. <laughs> back to. Lop just got left out of the conversation. Anyways, for people who don't know, by the way, um, what he's talking about is I released part one of Casino Night, an event, um, that was specifically set out to be a single marble more relaxed kind of single marble game type event not a marble battle like the battle ring which apparently was a good event so it it was supposed to kind of have that feel now listen what happened was roulette pretty much after it was all said and done just was pretty much a wheel spinning like 12 times and you watch it and then that's that's it so i mean it was not really that stimulate visually stimulating to watch i have to be honest but um it was, uh, it was, it was, Waff pretty much ripped, up, ripped me up for it, saying that I was like, how could you make yeah. Battle Ring and then come back with this? Yeah. In the live oh, chat, like, I, I actually made a comment, but apparently I made it, like, after the video was over, so I didn't save it, but I literally said at the end, not gonna lie, that was the worst event I've ever seen in Algadu Marble Ooh, Racing. Burn. I see. Honestly, I would hardly call it an event, like, I gotta be like, because it's okay. So here's my the main the main point that I kind of wanted to, to bring off of this basically is that it's just entirely luck based. And in all marble racing, especially in a simulated environment like Algadu, 
it is all random, but the problem is that like this one had like, it was really just the one single variable of wheel spin, marble land on spot, get, get point where like in, whereas in, points, it, uh... where, where in Algadoo, like in like, in a, for, like a, our standard amazing marble race, for instance, it's like it, basically because it's all simulated and like the randomness, like what happens when it hits a specific bump. Cause when you, if you've seen like races and stuff, like even though it's on the same environment, like they'll start going off in the exact same speed in the exact same place on the flat part. But once they hit a, rounded or a protrusion somewhere suddenly everybody's going in different reacting different ways and that's that's definitely a random variable there and so ultimately all algorithm racing is several really complex randomized number generators but like it's there's so many that like it, it so many different things can happen whereas this one it's literally just the one it's just the wheel it spinning wheel, yeah Brendan. it was and, and um it doesn't really help with the, the, the um, um role play because it's hard to like pretend like something's hap- amazing's happening when literally nothing amazing's happening. <laughs> I see. I, listen, listen. I, I understand. I totally get it. And listen, I guess the lesson from that though, yeah, for anybody out there who's making marble sports, couple lessons. First off, first thing is if you're in Algadoo, I've said this fifty thousand times. It takes three clicks to change the color of the background. Just, just do it, okay? Just freaking do it. I, I'm sick of seeing the blue background. If I see it again, I'm just gonna end. The, I'm just going to end YouTube, all right? <laughs> I'm going to back the FCC and make sure it all goes away because I'm sick. It, 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 there's so many different colors in the world, and blue is just not the one that is better than all the other ones. Um, so, But besides that, definitely make sure that when you're doing Algodoo, if you have the sense of mind to um, go past the generic blue background and a black track and try to decorate your stuff, keep in vision that the the decoration and the actual interest of the event have to be balanced. Um, yes. Form over I function. Talk, or, yeah. When I like, talk or, about... Sorry, fun, you, want, you want function over form. At least have it perform. Right? It's better to have yeah, a good and, performing event than one that looks good. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, I mean, you you want that visual appeal too, but, like, you just... it's got, It's got to be interesting to watch, you know? And that's why, like, you see, like, these videos of these awful looking tracks in Algodoo to get like 3 million views is because like the function of the track is like you get to watch 50 different marbles go down a track which I don't even know why that's interesting to people but they like to watch it they like to like pick one and see if it gets first somehow and like that's interesting though like even if it's decorated so well watching a wheel spin 12 times is never interesting I actually got bored with my own video during the commentary on that video yeah i, I um, remember that like, like you literally said like there's not a lot happening guys yeah, <laughs> that, that was a moment just my opinion when i see like a lot of algadoo sports like why people are so interested in like seeing a bunch of like 50 different color marbles go down like a track and have them be eliminated is the spectrum of not really like gambling but like a sort of thing like um will i win will i lose do i have good luck bad luck it's just a matter of your interested in will I win, will I lose, am I right or wrong, and wanting to see what happens in the end. So I see, for me, I would pick a color and then skip to the end and see if I got it. Just like an effect of um, seeing if you are right or wrong. Same. Kind of like, not like a gambling effect. Like, I, that's what I, yeah. But just like being sorry, interested. Sorry, I, I, I'm so sorry that I did that to you, but like, that's that's exactly what happened to me when I first left the marble sport, uh, or not marble, it wasn't marble sports, just the marble racing community. I started to go always be like, okay, like green's my favorite color, so I watch green. I watch green marble, and the, generally in the in the amazing marble races, the 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 th- in a leg, a three marbles will end up being um 
having a chance to be eliminated. And basically, the fans would vote yeah. which one to get to stay, which one would be eliminated. So basically, what I do is like the tensions only. The, like I'll watch like when like one marble make it all the way through. After that, I've seen all the fun. Then I'll just skip ahead until there's like only like four or five marbles left. So like, okay, here's the tension. This is where they actually will determine who is going to be eliminated and who won't. And so I realized I'm just not. Even, I'm not even watching most of the videos anymore. And that's why I left in the end. And then, I, and then I, but then JMR got my recommended feed, and the rest is history. Yep, I know people like some people. Yeah, those I, people that take it seriously, they're like green loss. They like throw their phone across the room. <laughs> oh, lime. Oh okay, yeah, funnily do. enough, lime was the was a color that was in the algorithm yeah, racing community. Was also were, with very toxic fan bases where people were cl- like accusing people of rigging their races oh for them losing. I don't know why lime is a color that attracts a lot of. Angry people. People Are you don't saying like something about the Limers. Are you saying something I'm about saying the about fanship the, of the Limers? I'm saying what you're okay, saying, Brendan. I'm saying something about the, what, like, no, no, no. It's, I'm saying something about the color line. I'm saying something about the color line. Okay. Like, like, so like, I, know like, I know that somehow this is a planned attack on the Limers and my fanship this is not, of the Limers. Okay, Brendan, it is never attack Brendan and his Limers. It's a death sentence. 100%. Okay. I mean, this, okay. is, this, this is obviously, is... you obviously thought about Limers, and you were like, you know what, I haven't bashed them recently. Oh my Let's gosh. get back to it. Listen, okay. I understand Listen. that. They're going to win Marble alone, though. I have okay, high so... hopes for them, actually. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> They're not in yeah, my fantasy league, fantasy. but I do think that just because... I know it's a 50-50 in, like, so many other factors, like, totally randomized chance that they'll, like, do well in M1. But just because they've lost so much, it makes a lot of people think, like, oh, they must win this time. Just kind of, like, if you flip a quarter a few times and it's, like, always heads, you're expecting it more and more to eventually be, oh, it'll probably be tails this time, or, like, whatever you're flipping. Because you're expecting a pattern to appear. Like, people figure the losingest team has to win sometime, and must, especially with the added randomness. Because like because of the decrease in skill base, it's like, the, well, the Limer's got to roll right sometime, yeah. right? Uh, right, okay. you know? You got to cheer okay, for the so underdog. So I was thinking maybe like it has like, <sighs> all right. Exactly. So I was thinking like maybe like the, like, like if you ever heard color theory, certain colors have like subconscious effects in our mind. Like red has like an aggressive effect on us. Like, I looked Savage up like, col- I looked up color theory for lime greens. Like maybe like it, like uh. It has a similar effect. That's why a lot of people get very aggressive in the comment section about it. But no, apparently like, lime green has an effect on the brain of like promotes liveliness, freshness, and creativity, which is the exact opposite of what. I, so I have no <laughs> idea why limer fans. That's why I'm a limer fan. I'm a lively, creative person. See, I don't know why what, that what gets fans everyone people color disrespect the limer races have. <laughs> That's so... No, because it's hilarious. like promoting lively, creative people, promoting the... the Because the, you have to be lively and creative to enjoy the Marble Sports community. It's kind of like... And that's the thing, by the way. Like, like people who who don't enjoy the Marble Sports community, you it's one of those things where in order to get into it, you have to actually do the give it the chance thing. You know, you have to just sit down, go to the beginning. Um, I'd recommend any season of JMR. Probably 2018 was a good one, though. Um, sit down, pick a team... Pick a couple teams because one of them's not going to do well. I guarantee that. Um, and just sit there and just watch it and root for it and really get into it and just be like, oh my god, I want that. Then that's where you can actually get into it. And and like and like when you don't do that, I mean, it's kind of like when 
like you have to put that in you have to sit down and, and and actually let yourself get into it in order to actually test it out for real and so like lively creative people who are attracted to lime they're going to really get into it because they're, they they're like creative and they're allowing themselves to, to go into the pretend world so that's like um that's why they get like that well i do have some uh, beliefs in color theory i do, I do think it's a a very important thing when interacting and portraying colors. But just like when I see Savage Speeders, I see like that deep red. I think of like hardcore and like fast, just like how it, like the logo portrays. But another funny thing is like Brendan's like, oh, I like the Limers, so I must be creative. It's like a palm reader. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was kind of like a joke, but yeah, I definitely like, I don't know, like, you just get pulled to. I don't know why I got pulled to the Limers. It was just like you know they they were They're not doing well man. and just it's fun to say. Li- Granted, it is fun to say Limers. By the oh, that was the topic we were supposed to talk about. We're gonna have to wait. What's wait? Is it? This is the topic you wanted to talk. What? Fifty five minutes. Um, Who knows? It's not supposed to be coordinated. <laughs> um. All right. We're gonna be coming to an hour soon, but I did want to mention one thing because something that's been on my mind recently because I have a new task. Um. Naming the teams of a marble sports competition is one of the most freaking important things that ever. Like when you, if you are making a marble sports competition, you have to spend time doing this. A lot of people don't. I see a lot of smaller channels who do not spend time doing this, and it shows in spades that they do not spend time thinking about how to name their teams and i mean pretty much every channel besides jmr everyone is terrible at this except for jmr when you name your teams, got some good names no it's not a couple. Do. a couple i like a couple, to tell a couple bro. good names a couple but because i actually took a moment um because i have to name a bunch of teams for fubica and the whole tournament coming up so i have you know i want to do it i want to do it right if i'm going to do something i'm going to do it well um and so i was thinking about the t- the names jmr came up with and when you when I think about them, they are so masterfully crafted. Like when you just say them out loud, they seem so simple. Like oh, all Orangers is is orange and then RS at the end. But like just like be going like like you can try that um, same gimmick with every other color, like bluers and yellowers, you know, all that kind of stuff, and you don't get any of the same effect as Orangers. Just like you know, you can try um, you know. I get like Oceanics is just Ocean and then X, but you can try that with many different other things and you just don't get the same effect. And it's just like like the way they kind of put the words together so that when you say the word out loud, it kind of kind of um, gives you the feeling of the color of the marble. That's, first of all, beautiful. And then after that, like the names sound fun to say. They're, they're, all of them, most of them, are smooth right off the tongue. That's a good name. It's not naming it, it's not just about naming it something cool, like oh, you see a black marble, so let me name it um, black holes, you know, whatever. You know, it's it's about it's about naming it so it sounds good in your head. It makes you the words actually evoke like feelings of the colors of the marbles, and they do that in JMR, and that's why they crush that. It's very hard to make names like that. I am working on that, and it's not easy. I mean, you kind of get it, but it's not. Um, the easy, it definitely is not the easiest thing. And like, it definitely is easier with single competitors too, because you can kind of get a little more creative because you, because you don't have to like name it in a way that like kind of signifies it's a team. You can try to name it anything. You can just name it like watermelon or something like that, you know, whatever makes you happy. But like, oh man, like I, naming a team's so important and so often overlooked. 
that it literally turns you off to marble sports channels. It does. It does. And 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 um and, and other channels in general because when the teams are just names where like saying the name is just annoying and not fun at all, right? And I I don't know. I just I just have to stress that because like I I when I was because as I've been trying to think of names, I've realized how um well done the, the naming was on on JMR and how important that is to do when when you're you know when you're when you're making a marble sports competition i don't know what you guys think about that um i'd say that yeah a naming is important because like again i was uh i've been in this community like the marble racing community i think longer than everybody else here and i've been in the days of where everybody was using this literally the same marble pack it's like, red, oh, here's all the colors, and then suddenly here's red, here's rope that I I like to call bacon because that's why it's like, and then and then I it's like, oh, here's glass, and then here's smiley face, and here's rainbow, and then here's oh, here's the marble racing t- um, channels: Jack Spiro, Eric Facet, John Dubuck, just to add variety. It's like, okay, well, like here's the thing: I've seen it so many times. And while it's great to f- try and find a one race where your favorite color will actually win, there's like eight, a, like the packs had like hundred marbles. Your chances of your marble ever winning on even like with these vast variety of um, races was slim, and even then, if they won one, chances are the like, like a lot of the races out there weren't even fun to watch. Like there was just, it's just like there was so uh, it was so ununique and unoriginal back in the day. I can't like I can't imagine going back to that. Ah, uh, yeah, I I get that. Um. I, I don't know though. I just I, I guess it's just I just feel like it does have a huge effect uh, on that. Um, and the lo- logos as well, by the way. But logos are like kind of like they're more of an inner thing, inner fan. Yeah, thing. they're more they're like, more secondary. Like, the names need to be good, and then then the teams themselves. Oh, and the teams need to be different. Another mistake Fubica makes that I've noticed is that well, at least in past uh, videos he's done, um, he's had teams that that often looked similar colors, so you couldn't really differentiate mm-hmm. them when you were watching. And you're like, yeah, they both look yellow, but like have the blue in different places, right? And like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I mean, that makes it hard. It does make it hard to relate to a team because you're like, that team looks like the other team. So what's the difference? Um, so I, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's important to keep in mind, like if you're making a Marble Sports competition, whoever you are, just, you know, be sure to take a second and think about those things that people often overlook that you just want to get right into making the events and filming the marbles rolling but think about the teams think about the names think about the colors you're using think about those things because you 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 know we want to ask why is jmr so good why is that particular channel so much better than mine or all the other ones you know mine meaning if for people who are saying this to themselves and like not just me but like you know like this because they focus on those little things they do they thought about the names it seems to be like they thought about them a lot longer than 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 you might guess at first. Um, they thought about the logos. They thought about the 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 colors of the marbles they chose so that like people could tell the difference. And they like that is 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 really really important and often overlooked. So um, I guess I guess that's my advice. That's what I leave y'all with tonight. Here as we come to an yeah. hour, you know, if you're making your marble yes. sports, you know consider all those extra details because they are what separate you from someone a channel who has rolling things and a channel who has a sport of teams people can be fans of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you you covered a lot of good uh, points wolves, you have anything to add? uh no you guys pretty much covered it all i do think that 
all the aspects of making a team and like the colors you use, um, how you portray that team, the logo, uh, the name of the team, all adds up to a feeling that resonates with each and every viewer. And that's because it's a lot harder for Marvel Sports because there's no really a lot of background to them. They kind of just like were there, and you have you kind of have to go off how good they are and their team name. And with it not being like all too specific, they're kind of um, really broad. It's easier to resonate and pick your teams. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely yeah. agree with that. I mean, pretty much, pretty much was I was saying as well. Yeah, like, I don't know. Covered it all. I don't know. There's a lot, of, a lot of things to consider. It's weird how much you could delve into the, these topics. You know, consider all these odd, odd things. Yeah, there has been a long episode live chat, but not longer <laughs> than any of the other ones. Like we always go to about one hundred three. Yeah. And then we're like, hey. But um, hey, you know what? Yeah. I think that's a great place to end it. Uh, I don't know if yeah. anyone. Got anything else uh, yeah. groundbreaking this is a to say? Great episode. Yeah, I, I, I I, I'm really it. excited. Like, yeah, this is a I think gonna be a start of a more uh, engaging and varied period of the of the podcast season. Variety, uh, varietous. Yeah, you a, could a, say. A, a varietous. I hit my mic a little bit. Hold on. Uh, but yeah, um, like for one thing, uh, we have Rebecca back again, so we can actually start talking about his channel more, mm-hmm. which is yeah. nice. Yeah, which is nice yeah. both because MSP. Like, Hershey from MSPN has gone back to college, so MSPN is gonna be slow, slow. And then, uh, you know, if, uh, while we wait, and but JMR is, uh, while it's a, a still slow right now, uh, if you saw their post, they are going to, uh, Marvel One should be coming out February fifteenth, I believe. February fifteenth. Hey, so excited! Yeah, dude. So I actually want to see got a lot, lot of stuff excited. happening there. And then qual- qualifiers for Marvel League will probably be released shortly after Marvel One. Oh so, no, they're not going to be. I bet we're not going to see qualifiers till the summer I or May. Who knows? We're not going to. I we're going to see May for the qualifiers or June. Um, we're going to see the regular Marvel League come in August or July. Um, and it's gonna wrap up, and and we'd be lucky to get any Sand Marble Rally by the end of this year, believe it or not. Marbula <laughs> One is big time, and uh, like big time as far as like a lot of videos and a lot of time, and um, and then so in Marble League, well, I mean, you know how that goes. You got qualifiers, league itself with all that fanfare, showdown. You're gonna be, we're gonna be at Christmas by the time all that shenaniganry is over. <laughs> but you know what? Gives a lot to talk about. I, I just, I'm just so excited to see not only where JMR continues to grow to, but also where Fubica will continue to grow to. Where other channels that, um, like on well, my own, I have a lot of plans for, but also the um, like other ones as well, where they continue to grow to, to start to build a community of actual marble sports as opposed to just, you know, this unorganized rolling of things. And so just, I don't know. I mean, I'll leave you guys with that. Whoever made it this far. Um, also, thank you to our half host Wolves who uh, who has a. Uh, Done the second tryout, so it's now now both MFA and Wolves is done their two tryouts. If you're still here, remember comment down who you think is better. I mean, like just go ahead. We need to know who you guys want, um, and because we gonna be picking, we gonna be picking one of them to be a half host, and well, both <laughs> of them will be on a bunch of time in the future because there's something coming up for me as well so yes with that all being said guys we are a little bit over the time that i like to go for a podcast so we're gonna get out of here let's see i don't know what outro music is coming but i welcome it with open arms guys (laughs) all right so i kind of just want to give some context for why i picked this outro song so i was driving home from school went on the radio uh the song 
The House of the Rising Sun by The Animals was playing, and I was like, huh, you know what, this sounds very familiar to a song from a Kirby game I played, and sure enough, there is a song called, like, um, Revenge of the King's ending theme from Kirby Superstar Ultra that has a very similar melody to it, I believe is um, the terminology there, uh, and they, I was wondering, like, what would happen if you played them together, like, kind of mixed them together, and fortunately for me, someone else did that, and, uh, I thought it was actually really good, and it's a very weird thing to, to definitely choose for an outro song, but it's something that I found recently, I thought it was interesting, I thought it sounded good, and ultimately, I think it's just got an interesting story to it, so, you know, hopefully you enjoy The King and the Rising Sun by Thor Fjorgerson, which is F-J-O-R-G-E-R-S-O-N, if you couldn't, if you don't, I guess, know how to speak... Celtic? Celtic? I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird name, but he made the mix of it. It's great. Go check him out if you want to. Here's the outro. the house of the ride. 